listening to Oh This Podcast on the Live 9 Podcast Network. This show may contain colorful language and topics. If you are sensitive to this, please be advised. Now on to the show. La, la. Welcome to Oh This Podcast. It is our 39th episode. It is the special edition Christmas episode. Happy holidays. The uh, Oh This Podcast tribute to Christmas. Tribute to Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Whatever we can figure <laughs> out. We've got it here. Prospero año y felicidad. Yeah, sí. Mi pais tienes calcetines negros. I don't think that's anything. No, Translate but, that. But, it, I mean, maybe you'll get some black socks. Yes, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Steve, welcome to the studio again. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas to all of our Oldest Podcasters, uh, Oldest Podcast listeners. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Um, you know, dealing with... Uh, Dealing with the cold, so it's uh, you know that time of year. But uh, other than that, I'm doing. I'm having a jolly good time. A, jo- a holly jolly good time. Yes, I, indeed. I'm. You know, we've got. Uh, you know, the Yuletide spirit is in the air. It's a. Uh, it's a wonderful time. It's a wonderful season. It's a wonderful life. Is what you were oh, going with. Oh, fuck that. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, as we spin off into just massive uh, Christmas puns, uh, <laughs> dumbassery, and other things related to that, we just want to thank you for joining us for the 39th episode. It is the Steven Jackson of the former St. Louis Rams, <laughs> Los Angeles Rams, now uh, greatness right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Steve, tell everybody a little 39's bit. 39 is a rare number for, for a sports athlete. It is, yeah. yeah. So good for Steven. Jackson I don't think I've ever seen like anybody in the NFL do or the NBA do it either, because it's like three, and then they got to use two hands for yeah. the nine. At least no one, no one of note. At least, you right, know, I'm sure. Right. I'm sure there are plenty of thirty nines, but it, you know, if it's you know Bob Ricklebacker, no one, no one really gives a shit. Tim Schnickeldorf, <laughs> Todd awesome. Wimplethorpe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Steve, tell everybody about the show. Oh man, the show is oh this podcast. If you're not familiar. It's a uh, general conversation about uh, oh the 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 important things in life you know the those those topics and and subjects that uh, really you know cut to your core so um, we want to thank you for tuning in and listening you can check us out at ohthispodcast.com. you can also catch us on Facebook and Twitter all the good uh, social media channels we're out there uh, you know just interacting with uh, with fans and friends alike so uh, yeah check us out there. Uh, if you want to uh, hop on board and support the show, we've got a number of ways you can do that through, um, you know, we've got uh, the Amazon shopping links, uh, Fandango, we got Patreon, or, and honestly, if you just want to share the show uh, with a friend, relative, whomever, uh, you know, pet, you know, we're, we're not, we don't care. Any, anyone who wants to listen, we're happy to share our, uh, our devolved conversations with them. So, oh, and you can also, like, if you want to catch us on, you know, subscribe to the show on iTunes, uh, Google Play, all those other, uh, your, your preferred podcasts podcast provider uh you can catch us on all of them you can you can catch us it's like pokemon you can catch us all mm-hmm. all 30 all, all 39 episodes 39 episodes i can't even believe we're here but what is our beer of the week you well, know it's man. our beer podcast we <laughs> got to have a beer of the week right? yes but we're not going to drink beer this week because it's the yuletide season and uh we're gonna get a, a festive beverage in inside of us to, uh, this week we're gonna be drinking a little spiked eggnog out of our 
Clark Griswold uh, Christmas Vacation uh, Moose Cups. Clink, clink. Cheers. Clink, clink. <laughs> because uh, you know why Why drink out of a, a regular glass when you can have a moose mug? Exactly. And really, it's only socially acceptable. Like, well, we were just talking about this, like, one month a year. Yes. One because month outside of that, you, you just people are going to start questioning whether you're sane. It's going to go into deep storage here pretty quickly <laughs> here in the next little bit. But, yes. Uh, we are enjoying a nice little, uh, you know, I think, I don't even know what brand I got. It, it had alcohol in it already, and I got a non-alcoholic version, so uh-huh. I'm mixing the two. So it's kind of like an Arnold Palmer <laughs> of, like, eggnogs, it, which is kind of disgusting <laughs> to think of, you know? So it's kind of like a, what what would it be, like a Arnold Palmer, John Daly? No, no. I don't know. I'm not even going to go with anything here. There's nothing to work with no. with that. So. <laughs> I don't want to think of another golfer to you know throw in under that bus. Craig Stabler. Like what? If, what if that was your drink? Like that was you know you've got your Arnold Palmer like that you know great iced tea lemonade great combo. You get your John Daly. You know you just add vodka to the combination, and then you're you know you're just Joe Schmo golfer, and you get famous for fucking eggnog. No, it's like but it's half eggnog, half alcoholic yeah. eggnog. It's like because you can't have it be like fully like boozy. <laughs> Dude, I love that. You know. <laughs> anyway, let's just start this off with our natural, our natural like progression. It's like you got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a uh, you know we we've got uh, you know plenty of uh, Christmas joy right now, uh, mostly because well we've got probably our combined favorite Christmas movie. Uh, we've got Christmas Vacation on, so uh, that's unless you've got another one. Like I can't think of a, a better Christmas movie. I, so this is one that's always going to be interesting. Like I know the season is always bringing out, like it always brings out like top Christmas movies. And let's right. talk. Let's just let's let's just take and talk about the pop culture around Christmas. I think for me, one hundred percent, Clark Griswold in anything is amazing. Yes, and the Christmas Vacation movie is one of the by far the pinnacle movies I remember from a very young age, um, as seeing as like it's great and it's only gotten better. You know, like a fine eggnog uh, <laughs> with age. You I don't know, know if uh, th- th- I think we need to put a disclaimer out there up front. You know, oh, this podcast does not endorse you aging your eggnog. Do not do barrel <laughs> aged eggnog. Please do not. That might not be working. Work. Yeah. It may or may not uh, spoil on you. Yes, exactly. But um, yeah, so Christmas Vacation has always been one of my favorites. Uh, just like all its quotable stuff. Oh, it's, it is. It's just like chock full of some of. Tell me some of your favorite parts about Christmas Vacation. Um, I would say, besides the mugs, obviously the mugs are, are fantastic. Um, I think the the biggest thing for me is um, dealing with the neighbors, and you, so Todd you know, and Margot. Todd and Margot. Um, yeah, that's. I just picture like that whole scenario just being very very real like very like you can you can easily see that translating to real life like oh, having to sure. deal with neighbors and shit it's like yuppie neighbors yeah. who move out to the <laughs> suburbs it's like something had to come through the break the window right. something had to take it break the stereo and why is the carpet oh, wet todd <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think also it's, fuck the name todd yeah <laughs> and margo I think Julie Larie's Dreyfus though is perfect for this. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, as the bitchy neighbor, and then I, I, outside of like outside of that, uh, dealing with the family and oh, having sure. having the whole mess of the family over. I mean, for me, growing up, like we always had you know Christmas gatherings, um, but my family was relatively small, so it was like ten people tops. 
Um, whereas like having cousins and all sorts of like crazy people come over from this. I mean, yeah, they still don't have a ton of people, but it's like having all of them with ridiculous personalities. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a, uh, all the old people in this are, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> all the old people are great. So <laughs> like, I mean, we're watching the scene right now where Clark finally gets the, uh, the, the lights working for the first time and no one understands <laughs> what's going on. It's on, then it's off and it's on. It's a light switch. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen yeah, this, right. we're going to take a talk about this a lot. And like, I love it because everybody goes back in bed or goes back inside and go back to bed, comes back out. What's all this noise going on about? And Clark is literally going ape shit and starts to take a like <laughs> knock over Santa Claus and punts Rudolph <laughs> and blitz him yep. to like kingdom come. And then he's doing the like the moment of like, ah, last final frustration he plugs the thing in and the lights turn on. And I think the best part about that whole thing for me is like everybody's sitting there and art is like, the little lights aren't twinkling and it's like okay yeah eddie there's the time where those you know you can't please them all but the i think one of the the it's the best way to introduce the one of the greatest characters in cinema history which is cousin eddie uh (laughs) the uh the line that i like in that whole segment though is where it he can't get it to light up and uh what's her uh, juliette lewis it goes, oh, he worked really hard on it, Grandpa. So do washing machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the alcoholic burp? The alcoholic's burp, too? Oh, it's great. The, the, the best part of the scene, though, is like, oh, Catherine and Eddie, I hope this brings joy to you. Yeah. I wouldn't be more surprised if I woke up with <laughs> my head sewn to the, the carpet. carpet. <laughs> yeah. Cousin Eddie's great. Like, it is like the most, like, I don't know if we I've ever had like a cousin Eddie or I've seen anybody that's been the cousin Eddie. I know that they've got to exist. Right. Because when the writers wrote this, they had to have had this based on something. One of the scenes that I remember as a kid comes later, but the uh, when they were doing the saucer sleds. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going through Walmart parking lot. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> But the greatest Cousin Eddie moment in that, of many Cousin Eddie moments inside of the National Lampoon's uh, uh, arc, the narrative is oh, Clark standing out of the at the uh, at the kitchen sink, right, looking out the window, gazing, and he's like, "What are you looking at? Oh, uh, <laughs> the cool winter's right. night of a warm, uh, the cool morning uh, of uh, winter's morn." Yeah. And it asked an idiot bathrobe <laughs> and toilet. Chemical toilet into the sewer. <laughs> and then you sh- you hear the polka music. Yeah. And then he's out there with the beer and a cigar. <laughs> and the neighbors walking around. Shitter's full. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> One of the best things like Yeah. Um I th- so that that whole scene, like I think that gets one of the the like for cousin Eddie, like that's probably the most iconic line. That they that people like at, attach themselves to, but I still like when Clark finds out that his bonus for the year is a, is a membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. That's, that's the gift that keeps on giving the Clark, whole year. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> it is Edward. That it is indeed. The writing is so phenomenal. Like I don't know. Like has it grown on you as years go by? Like to me, this movie seems topical and relevant as any other year. Yeah, like, it's. Uh, it, I think it it does grow on you every year too because you see some of these things happen in your you know your 
family Christmases and gatherings Aunt and things Bethany. like that. Yeah. So you, you have little bits and pieces that you can kind of tie in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I watch this. I mean, it's a, a tradition in my family. I and mean, we watch this every Christmas Eve or Christmas Day at least once, oh, if, for not, sure. uh, if not multiple times. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it gets to the point like in my family where some people don't even want to watch it anymore because it's just varying people quoting, quoting the entire the, thing, the yeah. entire movie. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? It's like I've seen this movie probably 70 times in my life. Oh, more so, than that, probably. Well, I mean, I've seen it every year for Christmas. Um, so 30, well, 30-ish times, probably sure. call it 25. Yeah. And then just the other times when you want to watch it just for I just watch it during the su- I do a Christmas in July celebration where I watch it <laughs> and a Christmas in March and like I, it's one of the like my favorite movies of all time. So Would you say do you like his do you like Clark's rant in Christmas Vacation better than his rant in Vacation? Yes. You do? Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people identify with it be, but and the and the Christmas one, but I think that vaca- the Vacation rant is better. Because, okay. But only because he turns around and he says, you want to know what I think? I think you're all fucked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, the Christmas. Where's the Tylenol? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah, holy shit. Where's, <laughs> Where's the, the Tylenol? Tylenol? Yeah, uh, it's a, that rant is, is priceless. And uh, it's, it's just, you can't, you can't beat it. Like, I, I wonder how many times it took for them to, to film that without like either people breaking or him, you know, fucking it up in some way, shape, or sure, form. Sure, for sure, for sure. Because it's like it's just pure, un- you know, unadulterated rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good monologue. I just had a thought pop into my head. If you can't spot a cousin Eddie at your Christmas dinner, does that make you the cousin? Yeah, Eddie? right. <laughs> like by default, the transference property of like uh, physical beings. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, think it's. Uh, I would say it's it's greater than a. It's a not. You know, you you've got a chance. It's not the, your probability is not zero. At okay. That point. So yeah, you you may if you can't find someone else, you may be cousin Eddie. Would you rather be cousin Eddie or Aunt Bethany or Uncle Lewis? Like oh, Uncle Lewis for sure. <laughs> Uncle Lewis in a heartbeat. Hey Grizz, give me my stogies. <laughs> that ain't the freaking Christmas star, Grizz. It's the light coming off the sewage plant, <laughs> Lewis. My tree. <laughs> no, I still my. I mean, my favorite lines vary at different points sure, and different sure. times, but one that is that'll always stand by is you couldn't hear a dump truck go through a <laughs> nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> I hear something. Aunt Bethany is great. It's like say Grace, Grace. She's been dead for thirty years, and it's like. She starts saying like the prayer, grace, yeah. and all that, <laughs> and it's like it turns into the pledge of allegiance, and yeah. then Eddie stands <laughs> up yeah. and starts saluting. Oh, it's just great! Like it's oh god, look at those shoes—white <laughs> patent leather vinyl shoes. Drinking out of the mugs, we're drinking yep. out of. It's a, I mean, it's a wonderful uh, Christmas movie. Uh, it's probably the, at least out of on, in my book, it's it's my favorite. Um, but what other ones do you have? Because I mean, obviously, like. Christmas story is a big thing yeah. and I love Christmas story. Um, but I will say that like a lot of people are into like the old Christmas movies, like the, you know, it's a wonderful life and miracle on 34th street and shit like that. Those movies can go pound sand. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, everybody's got their <laughs> kind of, he just broke the little windmill <laughs> thing, the candle powered one. I think everybody's got the, their own kind of, um, their preference on it. Like if, if it's a wonderful life and like, if you grew up watching those, like movies as a kid right. or something like that, you're going to be nostalgic toward that. 
like for me in our household, Christmas was always a time like I remember watching the funny movies because it was like there's it, it was bringing that was more joyful around the satire around sure. it than the than the like oh let's romanticize kind yeah, of like, hokey like yeah like oh look at the the wonders of Christmas yeah I'm not saying that that's not right true, Every, like, everyone likes what they like but yeah it's not for me. Yeah, so like one of the ones that I love watching all the time is the Grinch, not the Jim Carrey one, but the, the original animated Dr. one, Seuss one yeah. uh, the Doctor Seuss. Uh, the. I, I always watch Christmas Story, like, and that for me is always on whatever Turner Broadcasting right. uh, has twenty four hour. Yeah, and I usually catch it, and I usually catch it in this order. I usually catch it on the off hour, so I'm usually an hour into it. So I've watched that movie like n- number numerous times, right? Right. But it's always I watch the second half first. Then the first half and the second half <laughs> through. So I always watch one and a half of the movie and Bumpus's Hounds. Bumpus. Damn you, Bumpus. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. I feel like as a kid and an adult, I have a very, very um, strong uh, feeling of sadness towards Randy. I feel bad for the kid. Okay. Meatloaf, meatloaf, stupid double beatloaf. <laughs> gets like just all the clothes and stuff and gets knocked over. <laughs> Looks like a turtle who can't yeah. get up. I mean, it is a. F- I can't move my arms. <laughs> I like. I love that movie. It, but I, like the part that I don't like is like the, the Red Rider stuff. Okay. Like when he's doing the shooting scenes. And gar- granted, that movie's so old now. It's or yeah. a lot older now. Like it's different. But have you ever thought about this? Darren McGavin, the dad in Red or in Billy or in uh, A Christmas Story, is mm-hmm. also the dad in Billy Madison. Yeah, <laughs> think about that for a second. <laughs> Nintendo's yeah, and Jack off magazines. magazines. <laughs> <laughs> you got a full day playing tomorrow, yeah. Billy. Like it is great. So like, uh, yeah. What's it you about the Christmas Story? I'm a big fan of Christmas Story. Um, I I. Definitely identify with it because I wanted a BB gun when I was a kid. Okay, so that was a that was a thing. Um, and then on top of it, the um, just preposterous nature of uh, some of the other events that unfold, such as the uh, you know sticking your tongue to a uh, for sure a, a, a piece of <laughs> fragile. Yeah, and, it's well, Italian. It's, it's a major award. <laughs> 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 and uh, Ralphie taking a touch of the leg. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's great. Yeah. And then the, uh, like, dealing with knowing, like, knowing when you've done something wrong as a kid and then, like, assuming that, like, you're going to get killed and, like, For everything's sure. going to be Dad's going to kill Ralphie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's crazy. Did you ever sit in the cabinets like that? No. I did that. I used to do that. You used to do that? Yeah. When I was a much smaller gentleman. I've never, I don't think I was ever I did small th- enough to do it. Oh, I did it. Well, it, it, it didn't last long <laughs> for me. <laughs> like, I was like, I did it once or twice. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Patrick got stuck in the, in, the, in the cabinet at age three. Yeah. Exactly. That was the last time. <laughs> last time that happened. I did that once or twice there. But now we have to talk about have you ever had any failed Christmas stories? Like the family, like meals that has happened like that, um, like what has happened in um, A Christmas Story that allows where the Bumpus' <laughs> hounds come in and get the turkey. Yeah, and then they go to the Chinese <laughs> restaurant. It's like, oh, it's a duck. It's a beautiful duck. It, 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 it's smiling at me. <laughs> oh, what about the head? And he pulls out a cleaver yeah. and just chops it off. <laughs> Have you guys had any moments like that in your, like, in the Hombaker household of 
uh, something occurring poorly to Christmas Eve and or Christmas dinner? Not really. And that's not because we are incapable of doing of, of making that such a thing a reality. But uh, we didn't do a lot of like traditional Christmas dinners because okay. um, we you know you do Thanksgiving the month before and we it just got to be too much. So sure. we did a lot of like snacks so like or like sandwiches. So like we'd go to my grandma's and like we'd make a ham. But it was like just ham sandwich stuff, and like we put out snacks and hors d'oeuvres and and stuff like that, uh, rather than doing a full spread. For sure. Uh, so that eliminated part of the uh, part of that potential. Although I mean, I'm fully, I'm fully sure that there are individual dishes and things that uh, did not turn out the way that they were intended. For sure. For sure. Um, but uh, yeah, n- not no major disasters at least. Okay. Uh, now I will say that. We've had a we've had a medical emergency at Christmas, uh, when my mom almost cut her finger off. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> she was cutting up bread for spinach dip, and missed. That's so not good. That at was all. that was probably the the biggest uh, mess up that we've had on. on that's Christmas. not good at all. That's not good. Fortunately, it wasn't uh, terribly serious, but uh, yeah, it it's was, still it was enough sc- to yeah. enough to warrant a trip to the hospital. And uh, I don't I don't think she had to get stitches, but uh, you you know. So you never know, like until you get there and they exactly. tell you what you need. So, exactly, exactly. I know in the Ferrar household, we've had a couple, uh, not like bad moments, but they've been comical moments uh, for Christmas uh, around the Christmas Eve dinner. And one of them that I can remember is the funniest one that I can remember is, God, we must have been in our like single digits of age, like maybe like nine, okay. eight years old, maybe even earlier than that. And we're sitting there having dinner right before dinner time. And my grandpa was cooking bratwurst on the garage <laughs> for Christmas dinner. Like, that's what we were having. We were having a bunch of that. Okay. And, like, I guess everybody was like, check the timer. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's on low. It's still, <laughs> I'm fine. And I guess the time we forgot that my grandpa was hosting and, you know, doing all this stuff and forgot that there was uh, people <laughs> around and all that stuff and lost track of the time and comes out to check on the bratwurst and they're charred cinder blocks 100 percent. it's like okay what's open nearby it's tortorisi's pizza and we got that there and then also another one that i can think of and i think i've mentioned this story before um was my grandpa always loved getting deals right always loved being deals and when he could find the deal he'd get it and the year before he got a uh like the two or three days after Christmas, everything goes on sale, right? And he sure. went to Fannie Mae because they walked past it every day, and they had this like, I think it was like a fifteen, maybe or twenty pound, uh, solid chocolate oh, Santa Claus milk chocolate, solid chocolate. Jesus, it's like Christ. three feet there. He's like a big thing. It's just absolutely insane uh, to think about the amount of chocolate there. So he he bought it for the next year and put it in the freezer, the deep freeze yeah. in the back, yeah. wrapped everything for the deep freeze. And pulls it out one year, like he pulls it out the next year for Christmas Eve, and this thing has been hasn't been defrosted at all. Like nothing <laughs> of it has been defrosted. Uh, pulls it out of the freezer, and literally, it's rock solid. You can't take anything sure. and do anything with it. And one hundred percent is like, I don't know. We're gonna t- puts it on the center of the dining room table, and we have a meat cleaver, and we start taking wax <laughs> with the meat cleaver out of Santa's arm, out of Santa's head. 
my cousin comes over, the youngest one, takes and knocks Santa's entire <laughs> fucking head That's off. Awesome. It was hilarious. But yeah, those are definitely uh, moments that we've had. Similar, no Bumpus is Hounds moments, yeah. but definitely there. Bumpus, you sons of bitches. So I love what, that line. <laughs> what movies can't you stand besides the old ones? Um, It's really just the old ones. Yeah. So it's like, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, yeah, those those are the two that come to mind. Like, they can just go go fuck off for sure, <laughs> for sure. I think I can get like some of those old school claymation ones are pretty good. Um, oh, like uh, Rudolph. Yeah, yeah Rudolph yeah. is good. Like, uh, what? Are, like, we went to one a couple years ago where it was like the riff tracks of one. Like it was like the oh, Santa Claus Santa, uh, Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny. Oh god, that's, that's a, a that's a fucking trip, man. Oh, <laughs> tell everybody what we're talking about. Oh lord, there, so there's this movie called Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny. Um, it's it's as whacked as you can imagine, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it has to do with uh, Santa Claus basically getting stuck on a beach somewhere and having to be rescued in order to deliver presents to the kids for christmas uh but yeah for some reason there's an ice cream bunny it, it was so weird uh, it it's almost- it's super weird i mean it's a it's one of those like just 60s i think it's like 60s or early 70s like just like d movies yeah um, not even b yeah, like and it's just it's super weird um but yeah i mean it, it fits very well into the mystery science theater and riff tracks mold because it's just patently absurd. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Patrick, what do you have? Do you have a tradition in your family as far as gifts or uh, like activities that you, you take part in on Christmas? Um, Not as much recently. We do Christmas Eve dinner. Okay. That's a, that's generally like the stuff there. Uh, we used to like, I remember as a kid growing up in Chicago, there was always the, uh, ice skating rink on State Street, and yeah. then you'd go down and you'd go through Marshall Fields. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to say it's Macy's now, but sure. you'd go through Marshall Fields and see all the windows and stuff like that. And right, you'd right. go see at the Honorable Richard J. Daly uh, <laughs> Plaza. Plaza yeah. the, they got that the, Picasso there. Yeah, the Picasso <laughs> there. They used to have the Christmas tree there for yeah. so many years, and now that's the Chris Kindle Mart, and they moved the tree um, over to Millennium Park. The Chris Kindle Market is awesome for anyone who uh hasn't been in chicago for the for the holiday season they do this uh it's mostly german bavarian uh, bavarian style like uh uh, open outdoor market um and it's got all sorts of christmas related stuff you know ornaments and uh food and beer and wine and and all sorts of really cool stuff and it's just smack in the middle of downtown chicago it's a it's a really good time uh, so if you're ever in the city from, I think it starts like right after Thanksgiving and, t- and it goes to Christmas yeah. Eve, uh, it's, it's well worth the, the time. It's always very crowded, uh, but it's, it's very cool. If you need mulled wine, you can get that there and yep. some nice German beers and you can buy your own, your next get year's your, Stein. Get your pickle ornament for, uh, for your tree and all that good stuff. And you can do whatever you want with <laughs> your pickle ornament. How would you like to have that Griswold Blackhawks jersey? Oh, they make those. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, I'm a hard pass on that. So you'll fix the null post and something <laughs> else? Um, but uh, so like in my family, we have two traditions gift wise that are odd. OK. <laughs> um, so the first one is kind of just a long running joke that we had with my grandpa. Um, he would you know, we would always have to put together Christmas lists and things. Sure. Sure. And if you didn't get your list to him on time, he just insisted that you were going to get socks or underwear. Um, 
So, and then it just became the point where he was just going to buy everyone's socks. <laughs> at the time. So, so you get a package of socks every, every almost every Christmas. Right, so right. now my grandpa's passed, but, uh, we, we still give away socks. So yeah. I, I will, it's a, it's a good time. Cause honestly, like a good new pair of socks is a good feeling. Like, oh, for it's sure. A, it's a good day. You wake up and you say, man, I'm gonna throw those on. Like, I know that I'm probably gonna get three pairs of socks, uh, you know, tomorrow or, or on Monday. It's like, Hey man, that's. I'm not gonna complain about that. Yeah, like, I'm an adult. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny because like as a kid, you're like, "Oh, socks, really?" And as an adult, you're like, "Ooh, socks Fuck and yeah. underwear." <laughs> Fuck yeah, I don't have to go buy this stuff anymore. Uh, but the second tradition is much more fun. Uh, or I shouldn't say it's more fun. It's it's just more odd. So okay, one, one I'll bite. One year, uh, we my part of my family is from like Southwest Missouri, and they got. Like somewhat, I I don't remember which relative it was, but they sent everyone in our family in Illinois this gift that they'd gotten at like a craft fair or something like that. Okay, okay. And it was like a glass soda bottle type thing, uh. But they like a like a warship put uh, inside of the soda well, bottle. Well, no, just the bottle. Okay. Um, said bottle was filled with popcorn. Okay, interesting. And. It had corks on it and eyes and a tail, and they made it into a pig. Okay. So popcorny porky pig. We get this thing, and everyone's just looking at it, and they're like, "What in God's name is this?" Okay. <laughs> like it's just this popcorn pig, and everyone like everyone lost it because you're like you're looking at this like what purpose does this thing serve like what is what is it for like is it decoration are you supposed to eat the popcorn like what am i supposed to do with this thing yeah do you like <laughs> like could you get like the popcorn out with right. the cord? you could you could but you would you would impact how it looked okay, okay. so it I, we think it's more of a decorative thing and it's so like it no one could figure out it's like well what what's the use for this so every year since then We've done a uh, what's we call it a pig gift, and you get a gift that is a pig in some way, shape, or form, but it has to serve as little to no purpose as possible. Okay, because in keeping with tradition, it just it just has to be something totally random. So it's like no piggy banks. Piggy banks don't count. Um, like one year, my grandpa got these pig poppers where you just <laughs> squeeze them and they would shoot stuff. Okay, like, um, and then another year. They we had um, it was like when pigs fly and you would uh, it was a little pig with wings that you could attach to your ceiling fan and it would just it would just fly around in a circle from the ceiling fan just totally random nonsense right, stuff right, so right. yeah each and every year we we do one of those so That's I funny. I haven't found a good one this year so I've got to do a little bit of digging it's got to be a pig it's got to be pig it's got to be pig related otherwise it's not a pig gift how about so. some bacon. You know, but that's that has a purpose. Okay, like uh, spoiled bacon, eggnog bacon. <laughs> like, I, I'll work on something here. Yeah, we'll figure this out. So we'll if I can out. find a if I can find this the the original one, I'll take a picture of it and post it to our social media for for the show. But it is, I I've never come across anything like this thing. It's just a glass bottle filled with popcorn. That, I mean. I don't want to be insulting or anything, but I mean, it looks like something you would make in elementary school. Like I would make like an a, elementary like school, like a craft like project. A, so using some of the uh, potential, like uh, if you could, I mean, use the noodle of macaroni. Maybe. Uh, yeah, you could use the the macaroni uh, noodle to enhance said <laughs> said, said product. So yeah, it, the, that's a thing that we do every year, um, and yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's been going on for 
probably since I was like seven, maybe maybe a little younger, maybe I was five. So twenty, going on twenty five years for of, sure of that. For sure, that's awesome. I can't think of anything like that. Uh, that would be like that. I do have a question for you. I'm sure. gonna pose this. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out there, see what happens. Like, what inspires the music industry to take and break and release? Music of Christmas music uh, by artists that probably shouldn't <laughs> be releasing certain songs. Like, what is like? Okay, yeah. Let's take and start with uh, the Limp Biscuit Christmas album. Is there a Limp Biscuit Christmas? <laughs> no, album? I don't think so. <laughs> if there was, I would know about it. The Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, like DMX's Christmas oh album. God. Is that what you're getting at? I think DMX's Christmas <laughs> song. I think there's one of them, right? No, he did an album. I'm, oh I'm God, pretty I sure there's the a Rudolph full the Red Christmas Nose. album. Yeah. Um, well, DMX running some hard times, you know. Uh, if X is gonna give you the X, Christmas spirit, X is gonna give you the Christmas <laughs> spirit. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the Christmas album is always like a like I don't know how you feel as an artist where you're like, hey, let's make a Christmas album. Like you either have to really fucking love Christmas, or you're just trying to fulfill that uh, that obligation to, to the record Sony company. BMG, yeah, uh, music club to, to that it. to the label where it's like, hey, you've got to put X number of albums out, you know, in, during your contract. So hey, here's a Christmas album, right? Like I remember we got one Christmas album that was. It was just a mix of, of various artists, but there was see I think that's like an okay. original song by Billy Corgan of, about Christmas about Christmas. What would that entail? I it don't was, even know. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah, I don't even know what that would mean. Yeah, like it's like I hate Christmas. Nineteen seventy nine today. Yeah. <laughs> the world is a vampire <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> like I don't even know where to go with that. I can't even fathom that. I love the Smashing Pumpkins, and yeah. I can't imagine Billy Corgan's solo uh, Christmas album. But like, it wasn't a solo album. It was one track okay. on a like okay. a compilation album. Okay. Okay. What say you about um, what's the the not Mannheim Steamroller? Uh, What's the one? Trans Siberian Trans Siberian Orchestra. Orchestra. The Russians, yeah, yeah, who are just like shredding heavy metal Christmas stuff. Yeah, are you into it or no? I I haven't gotten into it. No, no. like I don't. You know, more power to them. Yeah. Like for doing this stuff. I remember like seeing like the Rockettes like as a okay. Christmas. So I don't think that's a Christmas album because they're the dancers they're the and dancers, all that. Yeah. But like all the Christmas music that went with that. But like the theatrical Christmas production stuff. I really can't get around all that. Like, I don't know. The only one that I can really get around is like, did you ever see like the Nutcracker? Yeah. Performed yeah. like live in theater. Mm -hmm. Like that's a good performance there. Yeah. So. I mean, I, it would it would have been a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cracking nuts. So I remember getting a Nutcracker for a Christmas gift. Like one of the actual like Nutcracker like dolls, the really nice ones. Yeah. Uh, thinking that it would crack walnuts. <laughs> it didn't. uh and did you like, put it through it, the riggers and it did not pass the, the first stress time test? I did it. Like I cracked a wall. I tried to crack a walnut. I broke the handle <laughs> of it that moved the mouth. I'm like, well, this is just going to be fantastic right now. I just like ruined this gift that I just got. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was so upset. My girlfriend likes to uh, collect the, the varying nutcrackers. So it's a uh, we've got a we've got a number of them. Yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome little things for like yeah. ornaments for the tree. What say you fake tree or real tree? real um not because real in concept yeah. not in real practical. and spectacular yeah. um no i so when we did christmas one year down on my family's property in missouri 
And it was really cool because we got to cut down a tree off of our property. For That's not going to fit in our house. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going in our house. It's going in our living and room. And it was, it was big. And it we had to trim it because it was a it definitely smashed up against the ceiling. And Real full. A lot of sap. A lot of sap. <laughs> um, it wasn't so egregious that we couldn't get it in the house or anything, but it was... Uh, a little tall for the uh, for the room. So you but had a Hombaker family Christmas where it's like you're getting the Griswold family Christmas tree. Yep, yep, we did. Oh, that's too funny. So, I mean, it was cool though because like you're a kid, you get to you know hack the tree down, drag it from the field back into the house and everything. So no squirrels in it. No squirrels. No. Now let's talk about tree trimming, like the whole concept of uh, decorating the tree. Like, what is your thoughts about tinsel? Uh, it's distracting. It is distracting. <laughs> it is distracting. Absolutely. What are your th- we're, as we record this on Festivus? Yes, uh, <laughs> that's where I was going with this. I find tinsel very distracting. Festivus for the rest of us. It's are made you- out of aluminum. Very high strength to weight ratio. <laughs> are you going to take it? What is Festivus for people who don't know? And uh, have you made donations to people in the Human Fund? I have not made donations to the Human Fund, but Festivus is a uh, well. I guess I guess every holiday is made up, so. Uh, it's a it's by a somebody yeah, yeah I guess it's a holiday um, a festivus for the rest of us uh, for people who uh, do not want to uh, celebrate in the commercialism and uh, uh, you know I guess you could you could say uh, potential violence of the uh, Christmas holiday season um, and it obviously made famous by uh, the show Seinfeld yes um, which one of the writers for the show I think it was his father. That was like the inspiration for the for the actual concept, and then it just blew up from there. Oh God, it's just an amazing, amazing ideology. I think your ideology yeah, is, is fascinating. fascinating. <laughs> oh, so do you like to do the decoration, like on the, like how do you, what about like house decorating? The like obviously you don't have a house. Was that ever no, a? Big, I I live in a home, y- yes. but I don't have a house. Right, you I, don't have a house. I live in a, an, an apartment. Yes, so obviously you can't be, uh, you know, throwing de- decor out the uh, out the windows on here. my front lawn, <laughs> twenty two stories up. Yeah, you don't have a giant inflatable <laughs> snowman <laughs> hanging around, or do you? It might be inside. <laughs> I don't know. I um, was did you guys ever like when you were a kid growing up? Did you guys decorate the house? Yeah, lights generally. Okay, just like small, subtle lights. Yeah, nothing, nothing. nothing, nothing made, you didn't go like Griswold style. Then. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Griswold style is expensive. It is. Like, it is like it's crazy to think about. But like that was one of the things I remember as a kid growing up too. It's like not only is like we had hot lights, but I remember taking rides to go look at Christmas. Yeah, lights. that was the. The thing is like, all right, let's go watch these other suckers who spent all their time and money on this. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, that looks great, but that also looks like a royal pain in the ass. Right, because what you set up, you do have to take and remove right. at certain time. Otherwise, you just keep it up for the entire year. Then you kind of look a little odd. <laughs> I remember, so the building that I live in, when I was living down in a different unit, um, they had the Christmas lights on the trees all year round. Or sure. and they would turn them on like during March, yeah, and uh, March and April. I'm like, guys, it's nighttime and these lights are on the trees. It's like shining into my apartment. <laughs> can we turn these down? Like, can we turn them off? I don't in, care. In California, they will very frequently light up the palm trees, but if you're not careful with how you place the lights on a palm tree, it winds up looking like you just have a gargantuan lit up penis. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to be a little careful with how you uh, how you decorate the place, and place the lights on the uh, right, on a right. palm tree. 
<laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. We, I mean, I can remember, I think one year we went like, not full bore or anything, but we put up lights and stuff on our house growing up. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was fine. I don't know. Like it never really did much for me. Like going going full out like that, right? Like, it's just not. I, I'm more into the tree. Like I like to. I always enjoyed you know decorating the tree. For sure, for sure. Do you have you ever traveled like in and out of O'Hare during the winter time? Oh yeah. Like during the the best part, I think about going in and out of O'Hare is they decorate that Terminal B. I think yeah, you is, got the uh, home, home alone turn yeah. the home alone turn uh, blah blah home alone. Terminal. I can't believe we didn't even talk about Home Alone. We could talk about it right we now. Can. Like, can we are, like f- try to figure out what the guy's career was to take and send like thirteen people to Paris, <laughs> like, yeah. and have a house in Highland Park and all that stuff? Like, dude must have been making pretty good money to take and do that. Yeah. Uh, have you been to the house? The, no, I haven't. It's in Evanston. It's right over by Northwestern. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. It's a cool spot. I mean, I guess, but. Yeah, you just picture how it's been booby trapped and things. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah. Don't worry. This little kid's going to fend off two adults. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so if you were worried about this now, thinking about this, would you be more scared of Marv or Harry? I think I would be like, Marv is Daniel Stern. Yeah, right? Marv, I probably just because he's a weirdo. Yeah. He's a little like glassy eyed. Yeah. He looks like Glass Joe. <laughs> right? Yeah. From Mike Tyson Punch Out? I always liked like the. I always kind of like dreamed when I was young, like that age. It's like, oh man, it would be so sweet to go to the grocery store by myself and buy all like <laughs> buy everything I wanted. And then now <laughs> as an adult, it's like, yeah, yeah, I do that. I don't. Yeah, it's not nearly that, as that, fun. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's fun when it's not your money at right. first. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So, any like lasting Christmas moments, memories, thoughts that you can think of that are uh, burning topics and questions. That you can think of? Mm, burning, burning topics. Uh, how, what's your What's your feeling about Yule logs? <laughs> we never had a mantle, like no? for the most part, that was like functional. So I never uh, really had the the burning fires going into it. So okay. it's like it's, it's not a log, <laughs> <laughs> not in the sense that you, think <laughs> I had, that you said I did. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean we we did the fireplace thing. Um, like my parents got got really big into using there so like it was nice like but you like if you're not careful then the smoke comes like if you catch it in a bad spot or whatever you don't have the flu open correctly it's like you know you're gonna start drifting some smoke back in and our cat used to freak out because if it got a little smoky he was like fucking lassie (laughs) so he's like letting everyone know so he's literally dialing 911 letting everyone know that there's something wrong or not you know whatever it's like dude we know we get it man we got it (laughs) Just throw the cat near the fire, see what happens. Our cat only knocked over the tree once, I think. Really? Only one time, yeah. And you guys had live trees? Uh, most of the time, yeah. We eventually got a eventually got fake trees. After the cat kept on drinking the tree water? <laughs> <laughs> we did real trees for a long time, man. Probably, I mean, it was well into high school, I think, that we were still getting real trees. Interesting, okay. Yeah. There just seems like there's just such a pain in the ass. It, I mean, yeah, it is, but it's there's nice, something to be said for nice the real tree. It's nice to have tree. a real tree, yeah. you know, f- during that. But it's like, so what I did this year, because I wanted the real tree smell without the real tree prices, <laughs> is I got like uh, I got like one of these like 18-inch tiny little trees. Sure. And then got like a Febreze or like a nice uh, 
Yankee Candle uh, spruce candle <laughs> that I've been burning. So it go. smells like a real tree, <laughs> and it looks like a fake tree. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Did you get uh, the white spray so that it looks like it's got a little snow? No, no. Because it doesn't look like we're going to have a white Christmas here. I know. It might be like a 50-degree Christmas. Yeah. Which I'm not I'm not opposed to, yeah. but it's going to get cold as balls next week. But uh, do you have, Patrick, what was the best Christmas? I, well, it might be hard to say your best Christmas present ever, but like most notable Christmas presents like when you were a kid. Gosh, well, I don't know. Let me think back on that. I, that might that, that might be putting me on the spot. So for for like one, I remember, I think I was five, six, maybe somewhere in that range, and my parents bought me this orange Huffy mountain bike. Okay. And that was like, I went in, I woke up early that morning. And I went out in the living room, obviously, because you got You scout. Oh, for you know, sure. You, you take a look around, and it obviously you, you don't wrap a bicycle. Um, so there is just had like a big like you know Christmas like drop cloth like decorative thing over the top of it. Sure. And I you know gave it the little the little peek and realized oh shit there's a bike for me here. Um, so that was that was one and that thing, yeah, it was like totally nineties like orange with like splatter like paint design so it Gak looked like paint. yeah yeah exactly it looked like looked like straight out of nickelodeon <laughs> um and it had the little shifters on it that had like the black plastic like tabs sure where it's like hey i'm gonna shift my gears but they break okay <laughs> and then you're stuck because you can't fucking shift gears anymore you're stuck in like <laughs> high you're just pedaling really yeah. really fast to not go anywhere <laughs> That's but yeah, good stuff. that was one that I I always remember just because like obviously a bike is a big deal to a kid. Sure. Um, and it's not like I mean I've gotten plenty of wonderful Christmas presents over the years, but like that was one that I'll always remember. And then that and the BB gun for sure. Like I got a BB gun when I was like ten, and uh, yeah, the the Crossman seven sixty Pump Master, and then I I had that thing all the way up until like maybe a couple years ago. Like it, I we I would leave it down on my farm in Missouri because it's like. Well, where what am are you going to take it in the city? Where am I going to yeah, go go fire off some BBs here in Chicago? It's like so I, I kept it down there. The um, but, uh, yeah, I had it all the way up until a couple years ago, and then it finally broke, and I bought a new one uh, <laughs> like two summers ago because I was like I was bored when we were down there, and I was like, I'm going to go buy a new BB gun. So That's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. I think for me, like going back childhood ones, like two of the ones that I can remember uh, very, very well was like I remember getting like Legend of Zelda on NES, the gold oh, cartridge. Yeah. That was a good day. Uh, that was the game that was the one I spent hours upon hours upon hours playing. Uh, lots of time with that. And then the other one that I can remember was, I think I don't know if it was the same Christmas or if it was like two Christmases in a row, but really, really young, I got a Walkman. Okay. Uh, and obviously the crisscross cassette as well, <laughs> uh, which was great. And then also we got starter jackets, and I had a oh, yeah. turquoise and purple Charlotte Hornets starter nice. jacket. I got my cousin's. Dallas Cowboys starter right. jacket. And and then I also remember probably either that year or like a year after that getting Zuba pants. Yep. Um, I had a pair of Chicago Bulls Zuba pants. I think I had some Miami Dolphins ones. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like the blue and the orange. Yeah. I don't know why. Like it was just great <laughs> stuff. Like I really wish that Zuba's made a resurgence of like adult pants. Oh, they, they have them. I know them, they have man. them. They have them, my man. But I, I wish I could find some that were good. For my softball team, we talked at one point about doing a uh, Zubaz set of <laughs> of pants for our team. <laughs> That's awesome. Because they, like, they legitimately have them. Like, they'll make you like baseball or softball pants. With the with pattern? That. Yeah. 
God, so awesome. <laughs> so good. And then one other, um, I remember getting, we got our N64. Okay. Um, That was like a joint gift for like all of me and my brothers. Um, So like that was, we knew we were getting it, but it was, you know, like that was the thing, like getting GoldenEye and doing that. For sure. Was, that was excellent. And then one year, my aunt and uncle, and I don't know if they cleared this with my parents or not, <laughs> uh, but they bought us, like, we're we're going through all our presents and everything. We're like, what what's going on? Like, we don't, you know, what's going on? They're like, oh, this one's for everybody. Fired it up. Got a PlayStation 2. Nice. And, nice. yeah, like, I, I don't know if they cleared that with my parents because, like, it didn't really look like they were, my parents were thrilled that we got <laughs> it. But, I mean, that's I, that's probably the goal or the, the excellent part about being an aunt, uncle, grandparent. It's like, hey, I'm just going to go get them all the shit that they're not supposed to have. Yeah, yeah, the um, loud toys and all that. Yeah. Let's talk about adult toys uh, in terms well, of <laughs> adult, <the> adult gifts. <laughs> Like the promotional we're not getting into better uh, better territory. No, 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 <laughs> Phrasing. no, no. The promotional alcohol gifts that you get from work, okay, the white elephant Christmas yeah, parties. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like, uh, would you ever? Do you buy most of your, or do you buy or receive most of your alcohol hard liquor around Christmas time? No, that's where I get a lot of glassware from. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I could use a bottle of Jack Daniels and and two, two glasses, two glasses. <laughs> yeah. It's like. That I do like the gifts. Hornitos sense. tequila. I don't drink yeah. that, but I'll take a flask. Right. As well. <laughs> yeah, I do like the gift set though. Um, I, that's a. Uh, it appealed to me when I was in college because I was like, oh, glasses, fuck right. yeah, and it's like, yeah, you get a bottle and glasses, but yeah, not anymore. Um, I guess I I probably have too many glasses. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always tempted. Like I'll still look. I'll still look. I'll go through there. And if they have something cool, I might consider it. But a lot of times it's like the same ones you've seen for three or four years. And it's like they just probably stash them in the warehouse every, you know, every Christmas for whatever sells and doesn't sell. Yeah. yeah. The alcohol expires. Yeah. If you get like a discounted, like expired vintage oh, eggnog. It was my <laughs> so when we lived, when I lived in my first apartment in Chicago, my my old roommate went to CVS after Christmas and bought the eggnog, like, oh the, God. Uh, like the eggnog liqueur that you could buy. Sure, sure, sure. And it sat in our place. Like he's, I think he paid like $2 a bottle for it. <laughs> and it sat in our place until it moved with us multiple times. And I think we finally dumped it out. Really? Um, but yeah, like we had a bottle of fucking eggnog, and, and the joke, the running joke was like, "Oh, let's go pour ourselves a glass of eggnog." It's like it's only three years old. It's <laughs> it's just hitting its prime. Yeah, <laughs> barrel aged eggnog. <laughs> Gosh, what else you got? Anything? Anything else you could sell for the Christmas spirit? Um, when it comes to uh, gift wrapping, yeah. What's your What's your strategy? True, you wrap. No, like I don't care. Like no, no, no. Like when, so you got to give gifts. Are you gonna wrap it? Or are you gonna bag it? Probably bag it. Yeah, bagging is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, wrapping sucks, and <laughs> paying for wrapping is like you know, and you, I, I'm not an elf, and I can't do six inch ribbon curls like I'm supposed <laughs> to do, like accordingly. So like, no worries. Just like put it like like. I would do what your parents did with your bicycle. Just put yeah. a drop cloth over it. It's like, okay, a lot of scratchers with the a thing, drop cloth over it. The thing with uh, wrapping paper is like some people get very particular with like how nice the package looks. Sure. When it's wrapped. And it's like, what? I'm, I'm going to rip this off anyways. So it's going to look like that for all of 10 minutes. 
presentation. I, it's yeah. all about it's all about accessories in the tree prior to <laughs> you actually open it. It's all ball it. bearings these yeah. days, boys. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh I've I don't know if I'm gonna have to wrap any presents this year. I may just go and pick up bags, but uh got a lot of gift cards this year to give away. So that's Yeah, that's just go get like lawn bags from Ace Hardware and just put everything in there. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> the brown <laughs> paper bags, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then like, what about the uh, like one thing that's definitely changed since we were younger uh, is like gift cards are all over the place now. Oh, for sure. And like, I'm not opposed to gift cards or anything, anything like that. But it's just crazy to me. Like, I remember getting straight up gift certificates. Sure. Where it's like, hey, here's a piece of paper that says you have X amount of dollars to spend. It's like now everything is on a card. Like it's just it's just a very like odd thing. I mean, it just popped in my mind. Like, Card driven society. Just about that. It's like, man, like I remember going. It's like getting uh getting a gift certificate to the bookstore and like having to go and like bust out this you know bust out this piece of paper that had you know the the dollar amount and everything on there and there was a separate way that they had to transact it. Now it's like just swipe the shit and off you go. Yeah. Well, I think it's also like. Checks were prevalent before, right? And now that was paper, and now the technology's gotten here. So it's like, it's forcing that consumerism. You know, yeah. it's why we celebrate Festivus too. <laughs> the yeah, Festivus the, for the rest of us. The uh, crazed amount of shopping and stuff is. I mean, it's nice to give gifts and everything like that, but uh, yeah, the the Christmas shopping season drives me crazy. I mean, yeah. there, we talked about this a long time ago, like shopping online, like. I do 99.9% of my Christmas shopping online. For sure. Like I did go in today to pick up a present, but I bought it online and picked it up in the store. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, the uh I, I there's nothing that I hate more than standing in crowded areas and stupid stores that are always too hot um and having to buy shit that's like I could totally just like I could I could easily buy this online, but For it's sure. like you know if like you're running low on time or something where you have to go into a store, it's like God damn it! Like why did I wait till the last minute to go do this? Like now I'm uh, I'm suffering the wrath, but uh, you know that is what it is. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's for me. It's always like okay, if you can automate that, make it a little bit quicker, you can spend time doing exactly what you want to do, like watching movies and spending time with family, exactly, or friends. Exactly. Or, or drink an eggnog out of a moose mug. <laughs> you know, whatever you choose. So. Yes, indeed. Well, Patrick, any uh, any last burning uh, uh, burning topics uh, for you? Nothing except no. for everybody should take and throw on vacation yeah. uh, right now and watch it because it's a fine, fantastic film. It is. And it if is. you, you know, how did you do Christmas all those years, Dad? Yeah, a lot, a lot of help from Jack Daniels. A lot of help from Jack Daniels. <laughs> if, as parting words for anything that we could think about for this uh this holiday season, uh, <laughs> one of the things that you can do is, you know, if alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it, it helps. It helps the uh, the the holiday season go much smoother. Yeah, social lubrication. <laughs> yes. But thank you again for everybody for joining us for the Stephen Jackson 39th episode, the Oh This Podcast Christmas Special. You'll log. It's not a log in the sense <laughs> that you'll remember it, but um, we are there more than happy and thankful for having everybody join us uh, again for, you know, basically what culminates. I think we got one more. Yeah, uh, we got one. Well, we go, we going to do one. We're going to do one more. <laughs> so we're going to hit 40 total in yeah. 2017. Who knows? Maybe we'll drop uh, we'll drop one more if we're if we're feeling saucy. Yeah, but we're close. But until uh, next time, before you take and do anything, you can find us on com. Facebook, Twitter, we're on the internet. Do mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do those things. You can shop with us. You can support us at Christmas dinner. 
tell grandma about all this podcast. You know, yeah, she she's might like this too. She's big into podcasts. I yeah, hear. grandma you know, loves podcasts. You know, it's that purple <laughs> button on that phone there. Tell grandma <laughs> that they can do this uh, on that new iPhone you just got her to uh, take and do that. So, uh, Steve, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, my friend. Uh, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. And we are out. <laughs> <laughs>